0: This is Dr. Chad Edwards, and you are listening to podcast number 70 of Against the Grain. What guy doesn't want to maximize their testosterone? Through using all natural and organic ingredients, men now have an option for a locally made paraben and sulfate-free shampoo, conditioner, and face wash. Not only does Dude's Manly product smell great, which drives ladies crazy, by the way, in a good way, they put a unique spin on their shampoo with it actually having a dark gray color because of the coconut shell charcoal that is used to remove the toxins. Dude can be purchased at the Tulsa Men's Shop and also online at www. DudeManlyStuff.com That's D-O-O-D ManlyStuff.com
1: Welcome to Against the Grain Podcast with Dr. Chad Edwards where he challenges the status quo when it comes to medicine. We get into hot topics in the medical field with real stories from real patients to help you on your way to a healthy lifestyle. Get ready because we're about to go go, Against the Grain.
0: Hello, this is Dr. Chad Edwards and we are without The one and only super tall Marshall But today we have another special guest Super excited about this And I think it's going to add much to the show That may even have been missing in the past So super excited about this And we have the queen of personality miss jenna jenna welcome to the show
1: thank you very much for having me i appreciate it
0: i am really excited to have you here uh there's always a, a super level of entertainment that you bring uh no matter where you go it's like you know when i move my mouse around the screen and it has those little mouse trails it's like that happiness you know you just follows you around
1: it's like a happiness trail that's great (laughs) i bring a happiness trail well i'm glad to be here i'm very excited about what we're going to be talking to um about today i have a big passion for aesthetics and excited about where we're going to be bringing the practice to so
0: yep exactly and you've got years of experience in this and i have yet to find anyone more knowledgeable in this field than you which is one of the reasons that i wanted to bring you on to talk about this stuff because it's something that we are adding in our clinic
1: yeah maybe it's that i started aging early so i had to get on the on the cusp of it because at 35 i looked 60 so i was super excited no i'm just kidding (laughs) but no i have been doing botox for about 10 years so that's something that I kind of, once I started doing it, I really enjoyed it. And I love how it can kind of, even though it's aesthetics, it can make you feel better about yourself. And it sometimes as women, we all start to, you know, we need that extra boost. We are judged by our looks sometimes. And so this kind of helps. And it's, it's a really easy way to make you feel a lot better about yourself. So I fell in love with that after I did it the first time.
0: That's awesome. So to be clear, mm-hmm. we're talking about Botox today. Yes, So what? What? Well, let's tell me a little bit about you. You've had some really good experiences. You've been doing this for uh, what ten years? Yes,
1: and I've had you do it about once every four, five months. So over the ten, over ten years, you do the math. That's your area. I've done it a lot.
0: That's a lot. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So you've had a couple of bad experiences. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. Let's. So first of all, you've had when you say you've had a lot, one time you had a whole lot.
1: Yes, I did. And for the forehead, which is a little bit off label, I'd say Botox, you can do it. You know, there's a couple of different areas that are considered on label or, you know, recommended off label is something that I've done. And most physicians are going to do off label, which is the forehead. Um, I did the forehead, I'd say you probably want to do somewhere around 20 to 25 units in the forehead, I had 75. (laughs)
0: <laughs> 75 units yes. of botox now that's, that was awful that's a lot of frozen forehead
1: yes it was absolutely and so i had a pretty pretty bad experience with that you your forehead doesn't move it's pretty it's awful. But I mean, you know, that can happen. So that's why it is important to find somebody like yourself that is experienced with Botox knows how to do it knows has really good injection techniques and can give you a good desired subtle effect, not a frozen forehead. That's not what anybody's looking for. And you're great at that having been an injector for a long time, you have a good idea of the anatomy of the face. So you want that subtle look that no one really knows, but you look refreshed.
0: And we're going to get more into that as we go through all this. You had another <laughs> issue. And I, I saw you when you had this done.
1: Yeah, this one was my all-time favorite. Just... You can also go around the crow's feet, so outside that orbital bone to kind of smooth the fine lines and wrinkles of crow's feet, which kind of definitely ages you for sure. But you don't ever want to have to where your eye is completely frozen, which I had that awful experience. I had a ptosis, which is one of the side effects of Botox, and so my eye wouldn't open for three months all the way. So I kind of looked a little bit like I was tired or maybe having a stroke but, but a just a little one it wasn't too bad just but half-time. it's just fair. like I, once again I cannot stress the importance of finding somebody like yourself that has good injection technique that understands Botox how it works and how to be used effectively because there are some bad experiences out there but it doesn't have to be like that it absolutely can be just that refreshing touch that you need that makes you look refreshed untired not angry sometimes when you have glabella lines people will be like are you always angry? I've had that when I first started doing it. And I was like, no, I'm not angry. What do you mean?
0: <laughs> so there's, a you, you brought up a couple of points or a couple of things that I want to go a little bit further into. So the first thing is uh, you talked about label and off label and those kinds of things. So to be clear, the Botox is FDA uh, cleared for certain things. Mm-hmm. And there's the, I don't know if I'm getting ahead of the gun here or not, but the glabella is this area at the top of your nose where your eyebrows and the top of your nose kind of meet. Yeah, you know, that right. almost between your forehead and your nose, between your two eyebrows. It's
1: kind of where you squint.
0: Yeah, and yeah. some people will get these lines, and they get different patterns. Sometimes they're these. They call them elevens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So, but there's different patterns, and so that mm-hmm. is that was the very first area yeah. where Botox was was cleared. And that was actually back in 2002. Right. So Botox has been around for 14 years for cosmetic use, and it started with this glabellar region. <laughs> yes. Then in 2013, the FDA said we could start doing the crow's feet. And that's on the outside of your eyes when you smile and squint and things like that. And you get these kind of radial horizontal type lines. And so in 2013, the FDA said you can inject those areas as well. So those are indicated areas. Those are on label. FDA says you can use those. And we've had podcasts in the past where we talked about, you know, FDA uh, cleared or FDA approved, those kinds of things. So it's FDA approved for those two areas. Glabella, uh, crow's feet. Right. But you mentioned that it's off-label or it's not FDA approved for the forehead.
1: Right. But you can still, I think most physicians or med spas will still go off-label in the forehead because oh, you, you really need that. I mean, those horizontal lines really do make a big difference if you don't have those. The smoothing and the refreshing look is not complete without that forehead, especially if you have a, a, a big forehead like I do, if you have a six head or, you know then you need that. I mean, you have all that extra area that you really need Smooth it out. So the sixth head is a very important off-label technique, if which done is, properly.
0: Which is 50% bigger than the forehead. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. And I think I have that. If you've met me, I have a sixth head. I need help with that. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs>
0: so these, you know, it, it, we, again, we, we had a podcast in the past where we talked about FDA approved. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of things that we do that are not necessarily FDA approved. And, there's it's because there's a specific process through which you have to go in order to get something fda cleared fda approved and the fda kind of puts their stamp of approval on it interestingly though the very first cosmetic application for botox was in the forehead so it's just interesting i think it's it's, just
1: taking longer is that what the deal is
0: yeah i mean you got to do certain studies you got to do you know all these things and but it costs money to do that. Why would Allergan necessarily put forth the money to do that when everybody kind of does it anyway? Anyway, Right. So, you know, I mean, it is what it is, but I just wanted to kind of clarify that on label, off label, you know, what you can do, what you can't do according to FDA stuff, but uh, pretty much everybody, I don't know anybody that says, no, I'm not going to do the forehead because it's not FDA. Yeah.
1: I think everybody, everywhere that you go, they're going to do your forehead. Yep. Most people will probably start with their forehead, quite right. frankly, and yeah. then kind of realize how much of a refreshing look, and then move on. I think your crow's feet is probably the last place you'd, you'd go. Sure. I mean, you think, okay, this is the the biggest area, so.
0: Yep. That six head.
1: Yeah, the six head.
0: That's right. So, <laughs> what? T- let's talk a little bit about what Botox is. So you t- you're talking about wrinkles and things right. like that. So, what does Botox do?
1: It just helps to smooth. The muscle. So it's a neurotoxin that helps to smooth, I guess, basically what it does, and you'd be the expert on this, it basically blocks that communication that says, hey, my muscle's going to move, right?
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. So obviously, nerves. <clears throat> go down and, and talk to muscles. They're inter- you know, the muscles are innervated by the nerves mm-hmm. and the nerve sends the stimulus and every time it, you know the body does this so that it has control over the nerve impulse and there's what's called a synapse uh, or a neuromuscular junction where the what's called a presynaptic neuron and the postsynaptic neuron. These two nerves, they're talking to each other and there's a space in between. Through that space we have to send the communication signal and many times there are different neurotransmitters mm-hmm. chemicals that are released from the presynaptic neuron and go to the postsynaptic neuron binds to the receptor and then it allows that signal to continue to go right. big bunch of mumbo jumbo about how that thing works but, but in this case uh it's it's generally acetylcholine that will that that's the chemical the neurotransmitter that goes from one nerve to the next so botox binds to Part of this, this apparatus in the neuron, mm-hmm. and it prevents acetylcholine from leaking out or from from being expressed. And it does it in a, in a pseudo- I'm not going to say permanent because it's not permanent. Right. This is a temporary deal, but it does last for months, right? So, and it t- so that means it takes a long time. You know, if you were to go to surgery, we do a different kind of neuromuscular blockade. Uh, and so paralytic medications, uh, like succinylcholine and pancuronium, things like that. It is the same kind
1: of process, right? I mean, yeah, yeah it's yeah. similar.
0: Uh, it works by a different mechanism, but the effect is is the same. I got gotcha. you. Um, and in this case, it previ- in in those, it often causes a flooding of them. So you release all that you make out into that and they get metabolized really quickly and it takes a while for your body to regenerate them Mm -hmm. and make more so you flood everything out um, and some of them work by blocking receptors and they work by different mechanisms but in this case it works by preventing acetylcholine from being released Mm. Uh, and again that effect can last for a long time so it's just causing localized Paralysis right. of the muscles that are pulling on your face. And when they pull on the face, it's what causes these wrinkles. Right. So when you paralyze those things, it allows everything to kind of smooth out. And you don't get these wrinkles, or at least it diminishes them. Quite a bit.
1: Yeah. And I think also and you probably understand the science, too. But what I've noticed over the 10 years and I've noticed with all of the patients that I've ever been around, it also smooths that muscle. It not only just stops that communication so that it's so that it's contracting, but in that contraction, that muscle smooths out. So it not it looks much more relaxed over time like you not only do you not have those like I always kind of tell people it's going to look like what you look like when you get up in the morning when you wake up in the morning before when you're in your 30s and you still have producing collagen (laughs) and you're, you're you get up in the morning and your face looks refreshed then over the course of the day let's say if you go outside and especially with a glabella let's say you're a squinter you go outside you're outside all day working out in the yard or whatever at the end of the day you have those little lines in between your eyebrows but when you woke up that morning you didn't have that And that is the effect that Botox is going to give you. That fresher look like you have when you get up before you've used those muscles. It smooths that muscle and gives you that smooth look, especially between your eyebrows you'll notice that.
0: So all day long, er day.
1: Yes, every day, er day. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Love it. Okay. So now we got a pretty good idea. Uh, and again, FDA is, it's FDA approved or cleared for the crow's feet and the glabella. But you know, we often do right. um, the, uh, the forehead. And basically what I've heard you say many times, which I think is a great way to say it is basically kind of from the nose up, right? From know, the, the
1: nose up, you can do Botox from yep. the nose down. You want to work on some other aesthetic things um, like fillers, which we do also. There.
0: Yep, And yeah. we'll, and we'll have more podcasts about that in the future. We'll talk a lot about that stuff. So, there's a couple of questions that, you know, a lot of people have uh, about this or at least should ask if you're looking for. Yeah,
1: you should know who's going to be sticking you in the face.
0: Exactly. With <laughs> this toxin that, you know, growing up, I was like, oh, botulism, that like kills you. Right. And then, of course, in 2002, we started using this stuff and it's a uh, therapeutically protein. and uh, right. and as, uh, uh, as cosmetically and it's a protein and mm-hmm. if my cousin ever listened to this or i'm sorry my nephew if he ever listened to it he, he would say gluten is a protein well so is botox it's just, yeah, yeah it's good stuff anyway so first question everybody does botox that's a that's an exaggeration but everybody lots of people do botox you should. so how do you find someone that does a good job how who do you, who should you trust i mean how do you do this
1: I That is a really good question. And I think over the 10 years that I've done it, I've made the good, the bad, and the ugly, absolutely choices. I've made some awesome choices and had some great injections done. And then I've had some okay and then some terrible, like we mentioned earlier. Um, I know that you can get Botox from your local dentists and from lots of different and they all do great jobs. It just depends, I think basically what kind of an injector they are and their experience level with it. I mean, you are like yourself, you are an experienced injector when it comes to stem cells and prolotherapy and lots of other different types of injections. So you have a really good comfort with injections. I think that's important. If you go to somebody who generally is not doesn't have that you can get a a pinch or it's not as comfortable they don't understand the anatomy of the face well so you can get some of the things that happen like a little bit of a droop or what have you so you want to make sure that the person that you go to has an experienced injector that has a good knowledge of the anatomy and that has worked with the product and also is willing to listen to what you have done before like for me when i go in i know that my eyebrows drop easily because I yeah. got that big six head. So I know I have to kind of be careful and go higher on the forehead and make sure that it's really in good placement. But it's just important to know that that person has done it and has had, is a good injector. And I've had Botox a lot and you do an excellent job. Super impressed.
0: Well, thank you.
1: You're welcome. And
0: I, and mm. I appreciate that. And I, you know, I'm humbled and I'm kind of tearing up a little bit. I know. But one Me thing, you know, when we get patients that have gotten Botox from other clinics and they come to us and it's hard to to make you know especially if they're still kind of they got a lot of uh, paralysis still you don't really know where they're completely pulling and, mm-hmm. and all those kinds of things so there's a little bit of a guessing game But the cool thing is, and we'll talk a little bit more about this once that stuff kicks in and you know where you are, if there's something missing, you can go back in and touch it up. It's not a big deal. And then you reestablish that and then you're off to the races. It's just kind of trying to figure that piece out. So pretty cool. All right. So you want to look for somebody that's comfortable with a needle, uh, knows what they're doing. um, Someone that gets good results. You want right. to make sure that that's important. So those word of mouth referrals, those kinds of things oh, are yeah. really important. Uh, and you don't want to get 75 units in your forehead no, no. and you don't want to get injected <laughs> the where orbital bone. It, it drops below bullet <laughs> drops your <laughs> eyelid. No. Um, and it still blows me away. But anyway, um, and, uh, It's also important to understand that Botox, as with many things in medicine, this is an art. There's Mm -hmm. a science behind it, but it is an art. And that's what's really cool. So there are some people that are very artistic and some people that are not. I wouldn't necessarily call myself artistic, but. I, you look at the muscles and where they're pulling it's just fun. You get to look at that and you say, okay, you're pulling a little bit harder here. Yeah, it's a little definitely bit more here. And everybody's cool. different
1: even though the anatomy I assume is the same. Everybody's a little bit different in the way that they pull from the area, sure. how you can get. And it's also important to know what that person's looking for. I like to have just the still, I don't want to be completely frozen. I like to have a little bit of movement so you can still have, you know, expression in your face because right. I got that big forehead so I got to have some movement because I would like, head. super creepy if it didn't move. So it's just important to know what you want and communicate that to your injector and then that injector to listen to you and then have a good understanding of how to make that happen. It's all about rapport. I think too, you just have to have a good discussion and dialogue with your injector.
0: I totally agree. Uh, and there's different ways that you can do it. We won't go into this. It'll be, you know, another podcast or come in and see us or something, but the amount the number of units, a lot of this stuff you can kind of do quote, cookbook medicine, glabella mm-hmm. pretty well defined. You do it here, 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 these five spots, put right. this amount here and this amount here. But there are studies showing that different amounts injected in different places affects the onset, the duration, yeah. the effectiveness, the appearance and all of that stuff. So you can do it by cookbook. And right. if somebody's kind of starting off that way, or I, there was one injector that we've talked about before, <coughs> excuse me, That did it very, very cookbook in, right. in their approach. And, you know, you're gonna get a kind of this level of result, but we want optimal results. Sometimes it requires breaking out of that mold, but you gotta know why the mold is there and then yeah. know why you're breaking you're
1: gonna have some people if you just go with a standard what is on what they recommend to allergan which are the makers of Botox then you're gonna get somebody that says yeah they noticed but I think doing it a little diffused in smaller amounts in more injections you can get somebody who's super excited the best Botox they've ever had yeah and quite frankly that's what you're looking for whenever exactly. someone's going to come back because to your practice because they are overly joy because let's face it Botox is everywhere and it's been around for a long time and just about anybody you know, licensed professionals can do it. Right. So it's about getting that awesome result, that rave review, where they're like, "Oh my gosh, I love it!" And I think you deliver that at a very good rate. I think you do that for sure, and that's why our our Botox patients want to come back because it's a different level of Botox. We've revolutionized exactly.
0: Oh, <laughs> all right, very cool. So now, mm-hmm. if somebody's going to get Botox, what could what could or should they expect?
1: Um, at the During the procedure, it feels like a little bit of a pinch. You can have a little bit of redness at the area at first. The thing is, is that needle's really small.
0: Little bit. So it's
1: tiny. So you're only going to have a little bit of redness there that's going to go away probably within the next couple of hours. It can cause a little bit of bruising redness at the injection site. Um, But that's probably the most common thing. I know over the times I've had it done, I usually, sometimes I'll get a bruise. Just depends on redness. But usually if I do it at lunch, by the time two o'clock rolls around, nobody can even tell that I've done it. Yeah. So that's probably the biggest thing. I mean, you can get a droop. I've had that, but that is that is very rare, and that's all in the injection process. And you know, like I said, bruising, a little bit of bleeding, but that's that's pretty common. What do you? Yeah. What are the? Do you know of what the other ones are that are something? Oh, um,
0: you, there's a whole list of things, and and I would refer most people to uh, to the, uh, just Google it. You'll see the package insert has this list of all kinds of things and you can get some nausea and vomiting and right. all these kinds of, how do you explain that? Uh, they have to report it, but you that know, doesn't
1: it, happen, especially when you choose somebody like yourself that's experienced, you're not going to uh, have that. We
0: don't, we don't see right, that. Right. Um, so I mean, I'm not gonna tell you they can't happen. It's right. listed in the, in the thing, it but can happen. it's, we don't generally see that. Right. It's really not that big of an issue. So, um, you know, certainly the, the Bleeding and bruising and those kinds of things And there are specific instructions that you have to do And we'll probably have another podcast where we talk about uh, the procedure itself and how it works and, and what to expect, what to do, what not to do, right. just so there's very specific guidelines. Cause you can, yeah. you can like actually mess yourself up. You're not supposed to exercise or, exactly. or take a
1: nap for like four hours. But I mean, I've done all of those things. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah. And we, there was a patient that, um, you know, we did the Botox and then they went and had a massage right yeah. after that and they put their face in that hole, you know, in the, yeah. in the table and it pushed their Botox out and they got a little bit yep. of droop and stuff like that. So the injection technique was correct. Yeah. But just you can't that do that. Pushed, yeah, exactly. So it's important to understand those things. So how quickly are they going to see results? We we inject them today. It's Friday. uh, Let's say
1: you do it at lunch. You're going to, you can notice anywhere from 24 to 48 hours. You can start to notice a little bit of effect after 10 to 14 days, you should have full immobilization. That's where your Botox is. That's what you're going to get. So that's where you want to take a look at what you've had kind of determine what's important to you. And that's where you can call in if you if you need to and have a touch up sure. that you can always add. we don't generally hopefully have, you don't, after a while, you won't have to do that very frequently. But yeah. the first time you visit a clinic and you're trying a new injector, like when you come to see us, you might want to go less is more at first sure. to determine. And then you can always touch up.
0: Yep, absolutely. So. And then how long is this? So first of all, yeah. so if they're not getting results in six hours, that's not something yeah. to worry about.
1: Yeah. And if you don't have results after four days, you got to wait. You yeah. know, you don't want to over inject. Yeah, sure. Because then you're going to be looking at the 14th day mark and go, "Hmm, yeah, I probably should have waited. So <laughs> you have to be patient with it, but it takes 14 days and then it lasts for about four months.
0: Yeah. So. Okay. Very cool. Well, let's take a quick break. When we come back from the break, we got some myths about Botox that Yay. we're going to discuss. <laughs> Are you tired and fatigued? Are you frustrated with doctors because they just don't seem to listen? Do you want to fix your pain without surgery? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then we are the clinic for you. We offer prolotherapy, PRP or platelet-rich plasma therapy, and stem cell injections, IV nutritional therapies, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, and functional medicine to get you back on track to optimal health. Call our clinic at 918-935-3636 or visit our website at www.revolutionhealth.org to schedule your appointment today and we're back from our break hello before we came before we went to the break we talked about what Botox was we talked about some of Jenna's Botox horror stories yes Uh, we talked about uh, some questions about Botox and now we're gonna wrap everything up and talk about some myths associated with Botox so uh, if, if it's cool, we'll we'll um, we'll jump right into this. Uh, well, let me let me recap just a little okay. bit. So, Botox is a neurotoxin, paralyzes muscles, smooths skin, smooths out some of those lines and wrinkles. Kicks right. in in about a couple of days. Full strength at ten to fourteen days. Lasts about four months. Minimal complications: bleeding and bruising. So that right. that pretty much sums up most of the stuff. Right. Um, and so now, so the first thing is the first myth. I hear that Botox is for your lips.
1: I would have to say, no, that's not correct. (laughs) It's absolutely not. I can tell you a little bit about that. I did that once. Do you
0: have a horror story about this? I do.
1: I do. I had this doc that actually loved him great. He was a great injector, but he decided one day when we're doing our injections that he was going to go, I have some little lines around my lips. I don't know. Like They call them smokers lines, but I don't smoke. Probably from using a straw to drink Diet Coke for too many years because that's terrible which I don't do that anymore but so I had these really bad these really bad diet coke lines and so I need to get rid of them and so he suggested that we put a couple of units around the cupid's bow which if you're the anatomy of your lip you're talking about the top of your lip up there or your points just right down from that so it seemed like a good idea at first and after about three days I started noticing hey I can't put my mouth around a straw and I couldn't suck, I couldn't tell that I was like, what was going on. So about five or six days into it, when it got fully there, I didn't have control of the bottom part of my lip and bit a hole through my lip. So I'm not sure that was a good idea what do you think no no no. so I'm gonna have to say "Eh, no not for your lips don't do it that's an HA that's a hyaluronic acid that's something a filler yes and it you can get great results with fillers which you also do if I understand
0: we do that's correct (laughs) that's correct so not for your lips no no lips so myth debunked yes all right so botox is just for women
1: no Uh, no wrong answer it's not i think 10 percent of all botox patients are men which i know is going to be growing after your podcast for sure men are going to start yes i mean because it's a great thing for men too as well i mean let's face it we're all vain slightly men women we're just women are a little bit easier to own it
0: yeah, that's true. And culturally, mm-hmm. it's, you know, much more accepted that women are going to do a bunch of things for aesthetics. You know, men right. don't go to the beauty shop. They don't. Yeah. You know, those kinds of things. But I would argue, I mean, we've talked about some things for men's health, men's hygiene, right. those kinds of things. We've talked about the, uh, the detoxifying and, and I'll, I'll call it testosterone enhancing. Uh, I should say supporting. Uh, we don't want to make right. erroneous claims. Right. Uh, testosterone supporting shampoos through the, the dude mm-hmm. line. Uh, some really good stuff. We've done a podcast about that in the past. Uh, so it's you know functionally it's the same thing for men as it is for women. Right. And it can give a, the same kind of result. Uh, it's just not you know that's not what every guy goes out and do does. Yeah,
1: well, a lot of guys will get really, really, really deep elevens. Yeah, and I mean that's aging. Yep. It is. It is what it is. I mean, it looks, it, it you look much more refreshed. And I think it's a lot more, it's a lot more acceptable and popular for guys to be concerned about their looks than they were 15, 20 years ago, I'd guess.
0: Very true. Yeah. So Very it's true. not
1: just for women. It's absolutely for men. And we do it for men at the clinic as well.
0: Absolutely. So Yeah. just for women, no. debunked.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. So the next one, pretty interesting. Uh, you're going to start, I. you know, I've, I've heard some women say this, that, I don't really want to start botox because I'm going to have to do it forever. I'll become addicted to it and I won't be able to stop.
1: I mean, you're not a, you're not going to be physically addicted. It's you can stop and not ever do it again. You're not crossing a bridge by doing it. It's not like your wrinkle your muscle is going to be have at something wrong with it that's going to make it worse. But I will say addicting, are you talking about like physically addicted or mentally addicted to it? Either way. Well, I I have been doing it for so long now that it is like, it's a thing. If I don't have it, I'm thinking, why would you want to go back to looking 10 years older? Because let's face it, all those wrinkles around your eyes, for a lot of people, the two most... The large, the two first things that people look at are your eyes or your mouth, your lips, yep. the, the the volume in your lips or your eyes. I don't care how sparkly and beautiful your eyes are if your eyelids are drooping over it and you have crow's feet. People aren't <laughs> going to notice that. So well, does maybe it maybe
0: not as much?
1: Right? No, no, they're not. But I mean, it's not addictive <laughs> in the way that you can't stop doing it. You're going to have some type of reaction to it or you're going to look worse. But I think as a cultural, we like to look younger and refreshed and quite frankly it does become addictive to you mentally because you like that feeling of looking refreshed and younger and I'm especially when you get like me in your latter 40s you're like okay I don't want to look 50 I want to look 35 yeah I'm not I don't need to be 20 but 35 would be okay (laughs) (laughs) so I don't know if that's a myth I don't know because I would say I have a flair for it I like it I don't want to go without it
0: (laughs) so to be clear you don't, you cannot become physically addicted no. to it. You can stop anytime Absolutely. you want. You're not going to, you know, just because you get it, it's not going to make you look worse Nope. after having done it and don't do it again than right. you looked before. You can do
1: it once and never do it again if you didn't like it.
0: And you wouldn't be any worse off
1: Nope. because of it.
0: All right. So myth debunked. Yes. The <laughs> next one. Oh, I don't want to get Botox because it's going to be obvious. I'm going to have like gigantic lips and I'm going to be like <laughs> plastic face and everything. I won't, I won't be able to move my face at all.
1: No, that's not true. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I've never seen anybody who, I mean, I see people all the time and the only reason why I know they get Botox is because I'm looking for it. Because I'm thinking, hmm, but I mean, you, it's so subtle and it's just, and you, the thing about it is, is you can go with less. If you like to have a little bit of movement in your forehead, then go with a little bit lesser amount or, you know, give yourself the opportunity to have more movement around your eyebrows. But it's definitely not going to be something people notice. It's just that refreshed, relaxed, more, you know, look that you had five, 10 years ago. So it's not going to be that way. Yes. Who doesn't want to look Refreshed.
0: Exactly. <laughs> it almost sounds like a chewing gum commercial.
1: I want to be refreshed. Yes, absolutely. That wintergreen. No, <laughs> no, it's not.
0: All no. right. So it'll be obvious. I had it done. Nope. Debunk. Debunked. Yes. All right. So it takes a long time to get it done. No,
1: 10 minutes, 10 minutes That's in the it? office. Come in, 10 minute appointment. and You're back to your daily activity, back to your office, back to your meeting, back to work, however you need to do it. Um, especially at the, your clinic at our clinic we schedule about 15 20 minutes um, we're a smaller clinic and we pay a lot more attention to the detail and so we're heavy in get you signed in have you back there with a wonderful experience with an awesome injector and then out the door and back to lunch no big deal no one will even know
0: you make it sound so
1: easy it is that easy and that's, that's why awesome. you want to do it because it is that easy and it makes you feel so much better about yourself you absolutely know, there, was,
0: there was actually a study where they which just makes me think of Anchorman. They've done studies, you know. Oh my gosh. Sixty percent of the Stop. time it works. Every time. Oh my no, God. seriously, they actually did studies where when people had their glabella injected mm-hmm. their mood improved and the people around them's mood Im- or their perception Cause of they do not look angry because they couldn't frown in the same way yes really absolutely. interesting absolutely
1: and I know this has no- this is probably not scientific and it may be because I know they do use this for some but I know that I get headaches when I don't have Botox if my Botox kind of like wears off I'll notice I get headaches and it has been used for some um, reduction of migraines I know there's a little bit bit of a different type of an injection. And I don't know if it's the Botox cosmetic, but it helps me. I don't get the migraines that I used to. And I don't think there's, I don't think that that's the same type of Botox. I know there is a Botox cosmetic and then that's there's right. a, another type of Botox. But, that's correct. Cause there's all different kinds of Botox that you can do for excessive sweating in the armpits and yep. things like that. So Botox is not only just cosmetic, but it can also be for treatment too.
0: You got it. Absolutely. Okay. So it takes a long time debunked. All right. And the last one, my favorite, I'm going to look like the Joker.
1: I mean, you might if you don't go to a place like Revolution Health and get a great injector like yourself, you might look like the Joker. You might. It could happen. No. What is is that? (laughs) I think you know this better than I do, but um, I know that whenever you get too much of an injection on like in the middle in your glabella but then there's nothing around your the frontalis is that what that is or
0: yeah the the muscle on your forehead
1: yeah so like the muscle from the corner of your forehead that leads down into the peak of your eyebrow when your eyebrows on fleek that that (laughs) so that when you can raise that too much i mean it looks a little a little bit too so that's a bad injection that's a bad injector yeah let me rephrase that not a bad injector a bad technique yeah because you can actually get that but i mean and i that can be fixed having said absolutely. that it absolutely can be it fixed. just needs a touch up right absolutely just come back and have a touch up
0: yep not a big deal and that's kind of one of those things i was talking about earlier if you because we'll evaluate you know you raise your forehead you, you raise your eyebrows mm-hmm. and uh, then you'll kind of squint down and do these different things and we'll look and see how you're pulling All right and if you still have Botox, but we didn't do your Botox last time, then we can't really tell exactly where you're pulling. We may underdo a certain area. Right. And so if that happens, you come back in, we just touch it up real quick. Done deal.
1: Absolutely. So that, uh, you know,
0: that that thing like the Joker, those are called Mephisto. Um, it's the, the Mephisto yeah. appearance. Right. Uh, and that's just exactly as Jenna said, that's uh, paralysis of the, the middle portion of the uh, frontalis muscle Mm -hmm. and then not getting enough of the lateral aspect and there's certain anatomical landmarks that we go by and you know you don't get enough on the outside then it'll pull the lateral or the outside edge of your eyebrow up but the middle uh, inner part is still completely relaxed and so uh, it can look
1: nobody wants that it
0: can look a little interesting well you might want it for halloween
1: yeah maybe especially
0: if you dress up as a clown and go terrorizing people there you have it you know it's a thing it's creepy All right. So we got several myths we've debunked. We've made everybody's skin all smooth and made them feel better about themselves and look 10 years younger and all those kinds of things. Uh, So those are some of the things that Botox can do. Anything else you wanted to say about that?
1: just that i think it's something that is you can't i know a lot of people get afraid of it because they're like oh my gosh it's botox it's a toxin and there's so there's some negative connotation it's tested it's been around since 2002 so it's not an untested experimental thing that's out there it has some great great you know things about it and i think that you know if you if you have those deep creases and lines then it's something that can really you know make you feel better about yourself make you have a little bit younger appearance and that's something everybody wants and so it's not anything to be afraid of it's not anything to think oh gosh it's a horrible thing it's not it really isn't it it, it's a great product Um, it's done over and over again and if you have it done right by the right injector you can get great results and feel good about yourself and about the product that you're using because allergen has some amazing products
0: and I will I'm going to go out On a ledge here We haven't talked about this And Jenna runs Most of the office She's the one that Like makes those Business kind of decisions And I didn't discuss this With her so I'm probably Going to get myself in trouble nah. But if you are Listening to this podcast yeah. And you want to come in And get Botox We will give you a discount Through the end of the year So through the end of 2016 Yeah mention this podcast and we will give you a discount.
1: Absolutely. So basically the way Botox is, we've never done it before. Botox is priced by unit, generally speaking. So you're looking at a price per unit. So what we would be able to do is just give you a a discount. Wouldn't you say off of the unit price? So then however many units that you do, let's say you do 20 units in your glabella, then it's going to be however many, you know, so much of a discount off of that. And it's really can be reasonable. I mean, it's not that expensive.
0: Yeah. Especially when you consider, uh, you know how long it lasts yeah, and for all four months things. yeah if you do it three
1: times a year and I mean just think about how much money that you spend whenever you go just to get your hair done or if you have a manicure or something. it's really it goes in a long accordance with anything that you do along those lines for yourself and everybody you know can deserves to pamper themselves a little bit. It's not a super huge expense. I mean, it's not Christian louboutin pricing it's a little bit less yeah a little bit less (laughs) it's affordable pricing
0: (laughs) well Jenna thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me I appreciate it I I just love bringing your experience here and letting people hear uh, your experiences good and bad
1: yeah absolutely
0: all of those kinds of things so everybody give Jenna a call uh, at our clinic and it's 918-935-3636 she'd be happy to help you out and come get your Botox on and get your face all smoothed out give us a
1: call and we'll get you scheduled absolutely thank you so much for having me bye bye Thanks for listening to this week's podcast with Dr. Chad Edwards. Tune in next week where we'll be going against the grain.